Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Uh, sometimes, you know, these shows I put together in the morning and I'm like, this is going to, what do we have? Bake your bagels, toast your muffins. Folks, I promise you, if you are willing to put in the time with me today, an hour, this is going to be one of those shows at the end, you're going to be like, no way. No way that just happened. I promise you, I will not disappoint. What is today's show about? Bottom line up front, we haven't covered the whole Spygate collusion thing. The stunning new text came out yesterday, and now the whole story is starting to make sense, what they did. It's even worse than you thought. No more teases. No, I don't need to say anything else because I want to get right to it. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, get a VPN today. Protect your online activity from prying eyeballs. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I am very proud of the work put into today's show. Mm-hmm. Producer Joe, looking to get right to it. How are you today? Fine, sir. It is Friday, though, so in your worst it's 1960s game show, boys, please. Yeah. We need that. Good. It is a, a staple of the show through the, the good times and the bad. Bagel Baker you. <laughs> bagel Baker. I, I do have yeah. one quick story before I get to the Spygate right, thing. Man. So let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by our friends at LifeLock. With more online shopping during the holidays this year, some experts say that consumers may be at a higher risk of identity theft. You don't want that. I had my identity stolen. It was a horror show. As well as falling victim to deals that are too good to be true and sophisticated phishing attacks. Experts recommend checking your credit score, not overspending, limiting new retail credit cards, and freezing your credit if needed, even after the holidays. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. It is a plague on our society. This holiday season, you could miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit and bank statements. Get LifeLock. I have it. I have it for me, my wife, my kids, my mother-in-law, everyone. It is the leader in identity theft protection. They help detect a wide range of identity threats threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information being used in their network, they'll send you an alert. I get texts on my phone like that. If you become a victim of identity theft, LifeLock will help clean it up. They'll help you restore your identity easier than what you can do on your own. I wish I had that before my identity was stolen years ago. Got LifeLock right after it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock can help you feel warm and protected this holiday season. Save up to 25% off your first year. Don't wait. Just go to lifelock.com slash Bongino. That's lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. All right, Producer Joe, I haven't been this excited about a show for a while. Let's go. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, right. so right before we get into this, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to... You, you know that Joe, Joe and I talked about this all the time, that the media story, whenever there's a huge conservative scandal, right? Yeah. Uh, excuse me, a Democrat scandal. Either. The yeah. media strategy is this. Drag out this scandal as long as possible with the drip, 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 drip. Don't let major bombshell stories launch at any given time. Launch a little snippet here, a little snippet there. And then what happens? After two years of drip, drip, drips, they did this with Benghazi. They did this with the IRS. They're trying to do it with the Spygate scandal. They did it with the collusion hoax when that was all uncovered. At the end of a couple of years, they say what? Time to move on. Yep. This is old news, folks. And it's not old news. It's the drip, drip, drip. You're seeing it right now. Look at this guy. Now, this guy's not a journalist, to be fair. He's a terrible comedian, Stephen Colbert. But he scored an interview uh, with Biden, with Joe Biden. In the interview, you would think one of the first questions, even if you were a a terrible comedian like Stephen Colbert, uh, you would think you would ask a question about the son and say, hey, you know, can you just explain what's going on with Hunter, right? You don't even have to be that adversarial about it. He's not really a journalist, right? But what does he do? He does the Republicans pounce and he doesn't even hide it. He doesn't even hide Republicans pounce. Listen to the question. I am so tired of this. <laughs> Stephen Colbert, he, Stephen Colbert doesn't care about Hunter Biden's dealings with China and this whole big scandal and the big guy, Joe Biden, get money. All he cares about is the Republican response. This is the worst Republicans pounce I have ever seen. Check this out. As much as you don't want it to happen, you know that the people who want to make hay in Washington are going to try to use your adult son as a cudgel against you. How do you feel about that? And what do you have to say to those people? Well, look, uh, I have we have great confidence in our son. Uh, I am not concerned about any accusations been made against him. It's used to get to me. 
I think it's kind of foul play. But uh, look, it is what it is. And uh, he's a grown man. He is the smartest man I know. I mean, in terms of pure intellectual capacity. Wow. Daddy. Uh, let me do, you know, before we get to the Republicans pounce party, because I, mean, I got to get into this other stuff. I, I don't have any time. He's Hunter Biden is the smartest man, you know, as my wife reminded me this morning before the show, have you seen the pictures on his laptop? You're, you're, you're running to be president of the United States. You may have won an election. Maybe. Joe, you conceding yet? No, uh, no, no, no. That is next week. Look. Next week, not to no. me either. I'm not conceding anything. Trump should not concede anything, by the way. Okay, but you may be president of the United States, and the dude in the pictures. Have you seen the pictures, folks? Hunter oh. Biden may have been a gymnast in a prior life. You're like, wow, is that guy flexible? Amazing what he can do, <laughs> and he's got partners in his gymnastics. That's the <laughs> smartest dude you know. Holy so just to be clear, smokes. this guy maybe president of the United States is appointing a consortium of people to his cabinet to run the largest, most powerful country on earth and get hands on the nuclear codes. And yet the smartest dude, you know, is the gymnast. If you know what I mean, that's only, that's not even the worst part. The worst part of it is Colbert. You hear the question? Republicans are going to use this as a cudgel. I'm, I'm so tired of the Republicans pounce stuff. It is so yesterday. And it's just, he just openly comes out with it. It's not about Hunter. It's about our reaction to it. All right, moving on. I just want to throw that out there because it is Friday to give you a little tragic comic relief. Let me get into this. This is going to be long, but you need to hear this. And it's going to end with the absolute coup de grace of all time. That may get me in trouble, but we'll have to see. My wife is terrified already. So yesterday we found out through some new FBI texts that finally were unearthed. Finally, I say, because what? What's the strategy, Joe? Drip it out over two years and pretend we're all going to forget, right? And then say, move That's on. Right. It's old news. I'm not moving on. A text came out yesterday. I'll get to in a little bit. John Solomon has it. It's just the news. Showing that the obvious, none of this is breaking. You already knew this. But that the FBI basically knew the collusion hoax was fake the whole time. Dan, why are we covering that? We all knew that already. Well, now we have it down on paper and it explains a whole lot. Let's start from the beginning. What was, so if the FBI, we now know, according to this text, I'll get to in a little bit. We now know the FBI knows this whole Donald Trump colluded with the Russians thing is fake. Why would they do this? Why would people in the Obama administration and the Clinton campaign continue to push forward with a collusion hoax they knew was fake? Part one. Ladies and gentlemen, Lee Smith has a damning piece that is so unbelievably good. It is up in the show notes today, bongino.com slash newsletter. My newsletter is the show notes. Please read it. It is a must read. The collusion hoax, ladies and gentlemen, was always an insurance policy because Hillary Clinton's emails were going to get out there. Lee Smith, December 16, 2020 in the Epic Times. Russian collusion wasn't about Donald Trump. It was designed to protect Hillary Clinton. This is an assertion me, Lee, and others have put out there for a long time. Now I'm going to put meat on the bone and show you why this does. Now, you may say, why are you following this up after a piece on Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and Stephen Colbert? Because Biden's involved in this too, ladies and gentlemen. Understand what I'm getting at. Paula, Joe, double ombudsman here. Get it? Get it? Let me lay it down. You give me a head nod that you understand. Mm -hmm. The whole collusion hoax, Donald Trump colluded with the Russians to impact the election and release Hillary's emails, was always made up. Everybody knew it. And the only reason they did it was because they knew Hillary Clinton's emails were out there, that the Russians probably had them. Those emails were going to be really damaging, and they had to find a way to get others to cover Donald Trump rather than cover Hillary Clinton's emails. Everybody get it? Yeah. Make sense? Okay, yeah. moving on. Screenshot number one from Lee Smith's piece where he lays this out beautifully. Quote, Barack Obama's spy chiefs never, never believed Donald Trump was a Russian spy. Okay, yeah, absolutely. The Trump-Russia collusion narrative originated as a diversionary tactic in the event emails from Hillary Clinton's private email server went public. What the hell's in those emails, folks? How is Joe Biden involved? We'll get to that. Keep that in your melon. 
FBI headquarters attached itself to this project, devoting manpower and resources to investigating Trump when the FBI learned that foreign intelligence services had her correspondences. So foreign governments may have had Hillary's emails. What was in there? Was there some Uranium One stuff in there? Uranium One. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold on. Time out, time out. So now we know Lee is right. Total scam. Collusion hoax scam. Because Hillary's really nasty emails. Foreign governments probably have them. And if you see what's in those emails, it's going to be really bad for Hillary and the Democrats in 2016. So let's get out ahead of this and say Trump's colluding with a foreign government to release the emails. That way the press covers that instead. Beautiful, beautiful, tragic, beautiful, but elegant in its sophistication. Seriously. These people are devious little blankers. Screenshot two from Lee Smith's piece. This week, so Lee's got a source in the intel community. This is all new, folks. This isn't old. But why are you covering this again? Because this is new. Lee has got a former senior intelligence official. Lee Smith has always been on top of this. In the Obama administration, who for some reason speaking to him, confirmed to him, to Lee, that in the lead up to the 2016 election, elements of the U.S. intel community informed the FBI that the Democrat candidate Hillary's emails had been compromised. They concluded there were approximately 30,000 emails in the possession of foreign entities, said this Obama official. Wow, that sounds really bad, folks. Quote, he went on, this intelligence official. The FBI was provided with digital copies of some of those. Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, what was in those emails? And then evaluated the emails, determining their veracity and identifying what sensitive issues were being addressed. The FBI had been informed of this prior to Jim Comey's July 5th press conference exonerating Hillary Clinton. So the FBI now we know has already seen these emails that foreign governments had that Hillary Clinton claimed disappeared. You know, the ones she destroyed the Blackberries, hammered them, used the bleach bit uh, system on them to wipe them out. Remember those emails? That she had that Platte River and all that other other companies, she had them all, all disappeared, if you know what I mean. She had the emails suicided. They killed themselves, the emails. Foreign governments had those, and the FBI knew. What was in those, what was in them there emails? What was up in them there hills? Let's go to part three of Lee Smith's piece, where we see the seamless transition, by the way. The FBI, who's clearly in on this at the upper levels. The seamless transition, Joe, from Hillary Clinton's email scandal and her private server and that investigation known as mid-year investigation, seamless transition right to investigating Donald Trump because that's the cover to keep the Hillary email investigation and her emails (laughs) very secret. Let's go to screenshot three from the wonderful Lee Smith's piece because this just gets better by the moment, doesn't it? The two parts of the FBI's Clinton cover-up meshed seamlessly. On July 5th, 2016, the same day Jim Comey cleared the former Secretary of State of charges of mishandling classified information, on that same day, Clinton campaign contractor Christopher Steele first pushed Trump-Russia collusion reports to FBI agent Michael Gaeta. (laughs) Now, Armacost, you think you'd wait a day, right? So (laughs) if the FBI plot, you're working with the Clinton team and the Obama administration at the upper levels of the FBI to say, We've got a problem, Houston. We got a serious problem. We've got Hillary's emails she says are missing. And so do the Russians and others. And they're really, really bad. What do we do? I've got an idea. Let's fabricate this whole story about how Trump is working with the Russians to release those emails because idiots in the media will then make that the story and no one will want to release Hillary's emails. And if they they do, they'll blame it on Trump. And it won't, the story won't be about Hillary's actual emails. Genius. How do we make the transition in the media? I've got an idea. Let's do a press conference on July, uh, July 5th, 2016. Jim Comey. Let's exonerate Hillary. Say, hey, no one's going to prosecute this case. The same day, a guy Hillary Clinton's paying to make up this story about how Trump's colluding with the Russians about her emails. The same day, July 5th, let's not even wait a day, Joe, because we're in a rush. The same day, let's have that guy Steele meet with his handler, an FBI agent uh, named Gaeta in London, and start to pass off the fictitious Trump's colluding with the Russians fairy tale. Seamless. Seamless transition. Mm -hmm. Seamless. 
It's <laughs> like passing the baton in a relay race at the Olympics. They got the hand back. Here's Jim Comey. He's running. They got, you don't even notice the transition. Stuff. I got the baton. I got the baton. Here we go. Right to Trump. Weird, isn't it? Weird how on July 5th, that just that transition just happens like magic. We're no longer going to worry about Hillary's emails that the Russians may have and what's in those emails. We're now going to focus on a pee-pee tape story and a collusion hoax story told to a guy named Christopher Steele who's being paid through intermediaries by Hillary Clinton's campaign. You got part one? The collusion hoax was always a hoax. The FBI knew it was a hoax. I'll show you that again in this text in a minute. Knew it from the start. And all it was was cover to give to the media, to give them a reason not to cover Hillary's emails if they ever were exposed because the Russians had them and could be released at any time. Because if that happened, then what would the story be, Joe? If the media eats up this fake collusion hoax, the story would not be about the content of Hillary Clinton's emails. The story would be about how Donald Trump colluded with the Russians mm. to release them. <sighs> Tragic, horrible, malicious, but strangely elegant and only workable because our media are morons. Deliberate morons. So let's go to part two because for this story I'm telling you to be factually accurate, there would have to be a threat Hillary's emails would be released. Remember the ones she said were disappeared, right? Now, in order for that to be a viable threat, so much of a threat that you fabricate a story about Trump colluding with the Russians, you would have to know that these foreign governments, in fact, had those emails. Well, Lee's intelligence source is telling him that these foreign government had these emails, which I'm telling you are devastating. And I'm going to give you my hypothesis on what is in those emails at the end of this segment. But as I've told you in the past, how do we know these foreign governments had them? Well, Lee's source admitted it. But just to rewind the tape a little bit, how did foreign governments, notably probably Russia, get Hillary Clinton's missing emails, which we still haven't seen? Let's go to this Fox News story. A little bit of a flash from the past here, but worth reviewing in case you think, you know, we don't produce receipts on this show, which we always do. Fox News story number one. This is important. Hillary Clinton's really stupid, too. Sorry, I know we're not supposed to say that, but it's true. Clinton-Obama emails sought by Senator Ron Johnson amid Democrats' impeachment inquiry. This is by Greg Ree. This is from a little while ago, this piece. Forget the headline for a minute. It's what's in the piece that's important. Did foreign governments have Hillary's emails? And were they terrified that these were going to be leaked? Let's go to a screenshot from the piece because this stuff really, really is damning from the piece. So Ron Johnson on Thursday, this is from a while ago, formally sought all email communications between Hillary and former President Obama saying the Justice Department was blocking their release. Why would they do that, Joe? Even though they could shed light on whether the former Secretary of State discussed sensitive matters on her unsecured personal email system while she was overseas? <laughs> So what did I tell you three years ago when I lived in another house with a much worse studio and a terrible ball camera when the show basically first started to get in its legs? What did I tell you about the Hillary email scandal, what they were really covering for? It's not Hillary. Believe it or not, a lot of people in the media don't even like Hillary. Who were they always covering up for? Obama. Yeah. I've told you that for four years now. Hillary was emailing Barack Obama from her unsecure private email. Obama's on those emails. Barack Obama had a BlackBerry. In that BlackBerry, whatever iPhone device he had, whatever device Obama had, he was the first one to do it. White House Communications Agency, WACA, they put the security on that device. In order to email Barack Obama, listen to me, your email had to be whitelisted. You couldn't just randomly email him with 
offers from like some department store. Your email had to be put on a list so you could get through. What does that mean? It means Barack Obama knew Hillary Clinton had a private email the whole time because he authorized himself to be emailed by Hillary Clinton from her non-government email address from overseas. Meaning foreign actors have their emails. They're not protecting Hillary. They're protecting Obama and Biden. Hillary was dumb enough to email Obama from a private email account while overseas. This is how not bright this woman is. This is why this is a huge scandal. It's always been one. How did foreigners get Hillary's emails? She's dumb enough to email. Let's go to the second story at Fox News. This was an Andy McCarthy piece. Hillary Clinton's Russian collusion narrative. Here's what new revelations mean. From inside the piece. From inside the, <laughs> sorry, it's like Paula's got like ten hands. She's got like she needs like octopus tentacles. She's got so much stuff going on. John Ratcliffe, who's our DNI, revealed last week in a letter to Lindsey Graham that in late July of 2016, Russian intelligence assets assessed that Clinton sought to blame Donald Trump, her opponent in the presidential race, for Russia's suspected hacking of DNC emails. U.S. spy agencies obtained insight into this Russian assessment through some highly classified method. That explains, at least in part, why the documents Radcliffe had disclosed are so heavily redacted and probably why it's taken so long for the Trump administration to disclose this crucial information. Let me translate that for you folks. Not only did the Russians likely have Hillary Clinton's emails on her unauthorized illegal private server to Barack Obama, who likely emailed her back in strict violation of U.S. law, U.S. security procedures and everything else. Not only the Russians probably have those emails, too, but the Russians probably have additional emails from Hillary and the team as well, indicating that now they know they have a problem because Hill. All right. This is going to be tough, but I'm going to explain it anyway. Not only do the Russians have Hillary's emails, the Russians know Hillary knows Russians have her emails. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not only do the Russians know Hillary knows Russians have their email, the Russians also know that because Hillary knows Russia has her nasty emails, that Hillary's then going to blame this all on Donald Trump. You, you, yeah. I know it's not a bunt. I know it's, a, you picking up what I'm putting down? Russia knows everything. They have her emails. They have her emails to Obama. Because they have her emails, they also probably have subsequent emails where Hillary's worried that the Russians have her emails. They also probably have subsequent emails from Team Hillary's universe saying, now that we know the Russians have our emails and the emails are really bad, we should probably blame this on Trump. And the Russians know that too. I just got a hum from Paul. She is never unsolicited huh, from Paul, ever. So I got part one and part two. We're going to go back and rewind. I got to get to a spot and said, but we know now, number one, for a fact, the whole collusion hoax is fake. It's a cover up because the Russians have Hillary's emails. Secondly, or thirdly, we know the Russians know the whole plot. They know Hillary's plot and they've got to somehow now everybody's got to unscrew this whole thing. I'll get to part three right after this spot that Hillary knew Russians had her dirt, knew they could release it at any time. But what was the dirt? We haven't even gotten to that yet. Stay tuned. Today's show also brought to you by friends at Omaha Steaks. Listen, if this 2020 holiday season feels like it's been a long time coming, make it worth the wait. Send the perfect gift. Send yourself something special, delicious, mouthwatering that's going to bring your family together and leave smiles at the end of every single fork. A delicious Omaha steak holiday feast is the only meats we eat in this house. The deluxe grillers assortment features butcher's cut filet mignons, a vast variety of entrees. Their potatoes au gratin is a family favorite in this house. Their apple caramel tartlets, their sides, their desserts. What's that? We did. We ate the hell out of them yesterday, all of them. I can't stop. It's like you can't eat just one. But right now, you can get the mouth-watering package plus four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price available only to my listeners. Here's what you do. Go to omahasteaks.com. Enter the code Bongino in the search bar. 
Omaha Steaks is not just steak. It's a guaranteed fantastic gift and a safe way to share the joy of the season with delicious, mouthwatering, tasty, incredible steaks. I can't say enough about it. Mouthwatering already. When you order the Deluxe Grill as assortment, you'll also get four free Omaha Steaks burgers and a free digital meat thermometer with my code Bongino at omahasteaks.com. You're not going to find this deal anywhere else. I'm sorry, but you're only going to find it here. Omaha Steaks delivers guaranteed quality and safety with every order. This is the perfect gift. You'll be a hero to all your friends. Send yourself something. Send the people in your office. Omaha Steaks ships directly to their doorstep. It's the world's greatest steaks plus premium meats, easy meals, everything you need for a memorable gift or stock up for yourself. Buy it for your neighbor. Go eat at your neighbor's house right after that. Greatest deal ever. Get a jump on gift shopping with Omaha Steaks today. All backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Visit omahasteaks.com, type Bongino in the search bar today, and shop for the best gourmet gifts of the season. Absolutely delicious food. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. All right, so now we know Hillary's not smart enough to figure out that that she's been entirely, completely compromised. But we do know she knows this. Hillary knows the Russians have her emails that she claims are missing. Hillary also knows that the Russians know about her plot to blame that on Donald Trump, and they are in a world of trouble because the FBI knows that too. So now they need a story to distract the media from Hillary's really dirty emails. But why were the emails dirty? What do I think was in those emails? Well, I have to tell you, this is an opinion part of the show, but I'm giving you this based on we get some informed opinion about what I think is in those emails, that mysterious tranche of Hillary's emails we still haven't seen, but people in the FBI have, that they were so worried about they had to create a collusion hoax to cover up for. So let's go to John Solomon's excellent uh, piece today, because this is really fantastic. And it talks about an interesting angle here, how the main source of the collusion fairy tale, Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians, the hoax, was obviously uh, Christopher Steele, who was working for Hillary Clinton, who was a former British spy. So in John Solomon's Just the News piece, again, this will be in the show notes, bongino.com slash newsletter. I strongly encourage you to check it out. Um, There you go. (laughs) New stroke text messages show that the FBI warned that a key allegation in their FISA warrant against Carter Page might be false that their informant, Stefan Halper, captured Carter Page saying he didn't even know key Russians as they alleged to the court. So just to be clear, Christopher Steele working for Hillary Clinton, they create this collusion hoax to divert from the Russians having Hillary's emails, right? I'll get to what was in the emails. Hold on, stand easy, stand easy. And now we know that the FBI had recordings the whole time that their main allegation that Carter Page, who worked for the Trump team, was working with the Russians in, you know, to collude with them to get these emails and other stuff. We now know the FBI knew the entire time that the entire allegation was just made up. I'm going to get to a screenshot for the piece, but this is where the show gets a little complicated. You may have to listen twice, but oh, is it worth your time? So how did we start section three off? Hillary knows the Russians have her emails. She knows those emails are bad. What the heck is in them? Get to the point. What's in them? I think this Uranium One stuff is in there. Why do I think that? Because in the dossier, written by Christopher Steele to try and implicate Trump in this, they're very clear in implicating a company called Rosneft, which was involved in the Uranium One deal, but getting it attached to the Trump team. I'll show you the dossier piece in a minute, but let me read this piece from just the news first. Quote, he outright denied knowing uh, Devyekin, the FBI official texted Stroke, relaying details from Halper's undercover interactions with Page, who was identified in the message by FBI codename Dragon. You can read the text message here. You know, come back to me a second and then we'll come back to this. So again, Hillary's got to fabricate this story with the FBI to distract from her emails because her emails, I believe, are just disgusting knee deep in this uranium one thing where we sold our uranium to Russians. And I believe Bill and Hillary knew all about it the whole time. The Russians have these emails. So what better way to distract from Hillary Clinton supporting this sale with her husband, Bill of our uranium to our nuclear powered enemy, Russia, than to pin the company involved in the sale, Rosneft Rosatom, to pin the company to the Trump team too. So they make up this story that Carter Page from the Trump team was having this conversation with this Russian Divyekin and they were working on this deal where Carter Page would get shares of the same Russian company involved in the Uranium One deal. 
Mm. What's the problem? Come, we'll come back to that in a second, the screenshot. The problem is in the dossier where it says that Carter Page is dealing with this Russian, Divyekin, who's coordinating this fake deal that never happened, that an FBI informant by the name of Stefan Halper, forgive me, folks, the chemo is a little rough. The FBI informant that they have a wire on goes and asks Carter Page, hey, do you know this guy Divyekin and anything about this deal he proposed? Divyekin tells Carter, uh, uh, excuse me, Carter Page tells Stefan Halper, the FBI informant who's wired up at the time on tape, brother, I have no freaking idea what you're talking about. I've never met this guy. And then the FBI goes to court anyway and swears that Carter Page met the guy and that the source is true. Oh, oh, this this is the new text. This just broke yesterday. In case you think I'm like dragging out old material from, do you, we just got this text. Go back to that piece, if you don't mind, Paula, from just the news. Here's the text. We just found this. The text messages provides the first public evidence of just how high up the FBI chain of command this information was relayed and establishes that the warning was received before the FBI won the FISA warrant. They knew it was all BS. In that warrant, Stroke's team from the FBI directly alleged that Page met Divyekin and another Russian official, Igor Sechin, based on information the FBI received from Christopher Steele. Folks, this is so obvious. Hillary's got a Uranium One scandal on her hands. The Russians know about it because they have the emails. Hillary's afraid the Russians are going to release the emails about her Uranium One scandal and her involvement in it. So what do they do? They hire Steele to make up a story about the company, a Russian company involved in Uranium One being associated with Carter Page from the Trump team. But what's the problem? Page is on tape denying he knows anything about it. And the FBI lies about it in court and knew they lied about it. You read my follow the money yet? If you haven't read it, please. I don't listen. It's my book. I promise you, this is not some, if I could give it away for free, I would. But the chapter on this with Steven Soma, the FBI agent and Gata, the handlers for Steele and Halper. Joe, are you tracking? We cool so far? Yeah, man. Yeah. Not so dramatic today. I ripped the paper yesterday. <laughs> Got it down, let down. The paper flip is getting a little crazy. You know how I get in my show. I get a shtick and I roll with it. Drives Paula crazy. So, sorry to rewind, but tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them. Tell them what you told them. Before we... I'm not done. Oh, I'm, no, no, I'm not done yet. Not even, not even close. Hillary knows the Russians have her emails that are likely about her involvement in the sale of our nuclear fuel to a nuclear-powered enemy of the United States. She's terrified they're going to release them. The company involved, Rosneft, she said, I got an idea. Let's just pay this guy, Christopher Steele, and he can make up this story that Trump and his guys are associated with Rosneft. There's just a small hang-up. When the FBI does an investigation and wires up an informant, the informant goes to Carter Page, who denies on tape having anything to do with it, and then the FBI swears to it anyway. Remember this story the other day from Reuters to tie in Obama and Biden to this whole thing? This isn't just about Hillary's emails, folks. What did I tell you? Keep in mind, there are lots of tidbits in this show. Don't get lost. This is not about the media covering up for Hillary Clinton, even though it's about Hillary Clinton covering up for Hillary Clinton's emails. Hillary Clinton was emailing Obama from a foreign country. They have Obama's emails too. Remember this? Reuters piece from the other day. China's CEFC paid out compensation if the Rosneft stake deal fell through by Reuters, November of 2018. Remember the screen cap from this piece? What the hell does this have to do with anything? You know, Rosneft. Wait, wait, isn't that the company Rosneft Rosatom that was going to buy our uranium, the Russian company? The same company that was alleged to be involved with Carter Page, even though it was totally made up. Yeah, yeah, that's really weird that they have an association with this Chinese company too, CEFC, which paid almost 225 million euros in compensation to buy a stake in Russian oil firm Rosneft, the Uranium One company. 
And look whose name appears there. Oh, Igor Sechin. Wow, weird, Joe. That's the same guy in the dossier. Yeah. Wouldn't it be really strange? CEFC. Okay, so Chinese companies involved in this Russian purchase of our Uranium One that Hillary Clinton's pushing too. A Chinese company called CEFC. Joe, where do we remember that name from? Hmm. Oh, I got it. (laughs) Brain lapse, folks. CEFC, as they were trying to sync this deal in September of 2017, is the same company mentioned in an email from Hunter Biden to this office where he says to the office, hey, I need keys made for an office for my dad, Joe Biden, right. because he's going to be office mates with the chairman of a company called CEFC. So Joe Biden was going to be office mates, according to his son's emails, with the chairman of a Chinese company who at the same time is trying to buy the Russian company that was trying to buy our uranium. You know, what's really interesting about it too is, as I discussed the other day, that the Russian company wasn't only interested in buying our uranium, you know, nuclear fuel and all that kind of stuff. Probably a bad thing to give to our nuclear enemies, right, Joe? I mean, uh, a little bit of sarcasm from them. Thanks. Thanks for confirming. Just to be, just a little double check on that one. No problem, babe. No problem. You know what would be really bad? If that company, Rosneft and Rosatom, which had a partnership, was not only buying uranium from us, but was also trying to buy uranium from Kazakhstan, which has some of the richest uranium mines in the world, that would be really bad too, because we really wouldn't want the Russian nuclear-powered regime to get a hold of nuclear fuel um, so they could build more bombs to kill us. Uh, Wouldn't it be even crazier if they were trying to get a hold of uranium in Kazakhstan as well? And that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden didn't only have an association with the Chinese company involved with the Russian company trying to buy uranium, but they also appeared in pictures with Kazakhstan representatives as well, right around the same time all this is going off. Oh my gosh, crazy. New York Post photo shows Joe Biden meeting with Hunter's alleged business partner from Kazakhstan. Isn't this weird? What are the chances? This is just crazy. What is going on? We have crazy pills here. These are the nitric oxide pills. <laughs> crazy, there's crazy pills everywhere. What the heck is going on here? So there's uranium in Kazakh mines too that the same Russian company wants to buy. And Hunter Biden's got business partners in Kazakhstan too as his dad's going to be office mates with a Chinese company buying the Russian company buying our uranium. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's like the telephone game. <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, this would be May I venture to say a major scandal if the at one time vice president of the United States, president of the United States and Barack Obama, the vice president of the United States son, Hunter Biden, and the former secretary of state and candidate for president Hillary Clinton all had deep financial ties from the Chinese, Russian and Kazakh governments who were all trying to buy nuclear fuel to create weapons in the end, that could destroy us. That would be a really bad scandal, wouldn't it? Just throwing it out there for you to digest. Maybe the kind of scandal that could bring down the Democrat Party for generations, especially if Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and Joe and Hunter Biden had email exchanges out there about it, right? That the Russians may have that you really wouldn't want anyone to see. So what better way to get the media to look the other way if this stuff were to break intentionally, because the media is in on this, but to give them a counter story, because that story would be really, really bad at the highest levels of our government sold out for a quick paycheck from Kazakh Chinese communists and Russian nuclear-powered enemies of the United States sold out their reputations and their livelihoods to give beneficial access of our nuclear fuel to enemies of the United States, and they all did it, and it's all on email somewhere? You would need a counter-narrative, right? So the only counter-narrative would be to blame it on Donald Trump. Let me get to my third sponsor quickly here, folks, and then we'll get back to how they use the FBI 
and sadly very stupid people at the top of the FBI, how they used them to create a handy media counter narrative going back to Lee Smith's opening or what Lee calls in his terrific piece, a diversionary tactic to distract you from Hillary's emails and what was in them. Folks, there's only one week left for Christmas. Holiday season sale is on right now from our friends at Chamonix. And this Christmas season, get Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum absolutely free with your order. It's a favorite around this house. It's how Miss Paula still looks 18, even though she's in her foot. She's given us the Vogue now. What a beauty. The new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum from Chamonix means skin that is smooth as silk, free from redness, acne, and acne scars, and faster collagen production. Important. Zotique's increased firmness, smoothness, it diminishes it increases firmness, smoothness, and diminishes adult acne, redness, and stress breakouts. Say goodbye to those crow's feet and laugh lines. Nobody wants those. And with its immediate effects, see results in 12 hours or less. Great for those Christmas parties if you're going to one. Everyone will see the difference guaranteed or 100% of your money back. That's the Chamonix promise. Visit GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com, enter Dan40, that's Dan40, Dan40, at checkout for even more holiday savings. We all love promo codes, right? Treat yourself this holiday season. Get Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum, Crystal's at-home microdermabrasion treatment, their exfoliating mask, and a surprise luxury gift all free with your order today. Plus, free upgrade to priority shipping. Go to GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. That's GenuCell.com. Use promo code DAN40. That's DAN40. Check out. Check it out. You're going to love it. Okay. So getting back to this. What better way, again, to give the media a counter story, to give them a reason to not cover the explosive potential release by a foreign government of Hillary, Obama, Biden, and all of their emails about their involvement in this Uranium One scandal and the sale of our uranium assets? What better way to cover it all up than to turn around and implicate the very same companies, implicate the Trump team for being involved with? Well, here's a portion of the October 18, 2016 dossier from Christopher Steele, who was paid by Hillary Clinton to make up this fairy tale about the collusion hoax. It's all nonsense. Oh, there's Igor Sechin's name, Joe. Same guy, Rosa Tom Rosa. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Just yeah. in that CFC. That's really weird, right? And, and look, this is the actual dossier. I'll read it to you. It says, speaking to a trusted compatriot in mid-October 2015, a close associate of Rosneft. Rosneft, Rosneft, the Uranium One Company. Weird how that appears in this dossier. A close associate of Rosneft, Rosneft President Putin ally Sechin elaborated on a reported secret meeting between the latter, Sechin, and Carter Page. Folks, keep this up here, Paula. This meeting never happened. Do you understand all of this is made up? This is all made up. It Carter Page denies on tape to an FBI informant this ever happened, and the FBI lies about it and says this is true. In Moscow of July of 2016, that's when this supposed meeting was supposed to happen. The secret had been confirmed to him by a senior member of staff, in addition to the Rosneft president himself. It took place, the meeting, this meeting never happened, but this is the dossier. It took place on July 7th or July 8th, the same day after Carter Page made a public speech to the Higher Economic School in Moscow. Do you understand? And then here's one more part of this. This is from the dossier. They're saying that, Carter Page was offered up to 19% of Rosneft, the Russian company involved with Rosatom in the Uranium One deal. That Page had expressed interest and confirmed that if Trump were elected president, that the sanctions with Russia would be lifted. Folks, this is all made up. The FBI knows it. This is, not, this is just a total fair. My eight-year-old could have written this. You get the scam? Hillary, Obama, and Biden are involved in a major scandal of the century, the sale of our uranium to a nuclear-powered enemy that they're all implicated in in some way or another. There's an email trail of it. And in order to give the stupid press a counter story, they take the same company involved in the sale, Rosneft, and they just blame it on Trump. They're like, no, no, Rosneft's cutting a deal with Carter Page from the Trump team. And they're doing a shady deal about our emails that if, in other words, we won't release the emails, but Carter Page will get a stake in Rosneft and, and it is 19, which would be worth billions of dollars, which would be hilarious, be the dopiest money laundering scheme in human history. And that the Trump team, in exchange for this Rosneft stuff, the Russians will release the emails to damage Hillary. You get it? Mm -hmm. It's totally made up. We just found out yesterday, again, backtracking a little bit through John Solomon's piece and the FBI text that we just got 
that the FBI knew before they went to court and swore this Carter Page dossier story was true. The FBI knows the story's fake. Why? Because Carter Page is caught on a wire telling Stefan Halper, the spy, what are you talking about, you dope? That meeting never even happened. I don't even know Sechin. And the FBI never tells the court. Can you imagine how desperate they must have been to give the media a diversionary tactic? According to Lee Smith, he's absolutely right. In case these Russian emails dropped. Remember, folks, the intelligence source is telling Lee Smith that the FBI has seen these Hillary emails that I'm telling you foreign governments have. We haven't seen them yet. Well, what could be in there? Like I said, we know later on, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are going to be office mates with the chairman of a Chinese company involved in a deal with the same Russian company buying the uranium. We already know that. I showed you the reporting. Is that, is that a conspiracy theory? Reuters, are they in on it too? We also know that Hillary and Bill Clinton, their foundation was profiting handsomely if this Uranium One deal was about to go through. Now, how do I know that? Of course, because, you know, the goons at Media Matters and Media Idol tell you Dan Bongino is a conspiracy theorist. Um, is he? So do you think, just a quick question for you, for you goofballs at Media Matters, do you think I'm in cahoots with the New York Times on this for my conspiracy theories? Let's put up this headline from the New York Times. Maybe it'll show you that what I'm telling you is true. New York Times, April 23rd, 2015. Cash flowed to the Clinton Foundation amid Russian uranium deal. Joe Becker and Mike McIntyre. Is that a, it's a, conspira it's a conspiracy theory? I'm just, I'm, do you think that's a fake headline? You go to any search engine, that article still up, hasn't been retracted. The New York Times wrote about this before they realized there would be a penalty for writing about this. Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation benefited handsomely from multiple players involved in this Uranium One deal. Joe Biden's son profited handsomely and was soliciting up to $10 million, $10 million from a Chinese company involved with the Russian company involved with the Uranium One deal. You still think it's a conspiracy theory? What's in those emails, folks? The FBI has seen them. You haven't. I'm telling you it's in them. The biggest scandal of our time makes Watergate look like uh, an episode of Teletubbies. People at the highest level of our government were fattening their wallets and their bank accounts, abusing their power, to sell the United States' nuclear fuel to nuclear-powered enemies, and everybody was in on the take. And when the FBI saw the emails that the Russians had about that from Hillary to Obama and others, everybody panicked. They panicked because they thought there was a small chance Donald Trump could win the presidency, and if he did, this would all come out. So in an effort to stop Donald Trump, in an effort to stop Donald Trump from releasing those emails, that we know the Russians had Hillary, Obama, Biden emails, all of that stuff. They decided to flip the script and fabricate a dossier that implicated the same Russian company involved in Uranium One with the Trump team. And they made up the collusion hoax to give the media something to chew on while they just let this thing slowly drip, drip, drip so it didn't all come out at one time. Saddest freaking thing I've ever seen. Well, been played for suckers, man. It's a diversionary tactic the whole time. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know who else was involved in this, but I have some suspicions. Um, I've got one more part of this I'm going to throw in there. It's not comfortable, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. I've got one more sponsor I have to get to. They are very generous with the show and they're here to talk to you, but. There's one more final part of this that came out yesterday, which is going to really um, tough to talk about, but it's worth it. Folks, today's show also brought to you by our friends at Teeter. I use this twice a day, by the way. The Teeter Inversion Table, what does it do? It uses gravity in your own body weight to decompress your spine and relieve pressure on your discs and surrounding nerves. 
Decompressing on a teeter inversion table for a few minutes a day is a great addition to anyone's daily routine. I use it twice. I get a little teeter high when I get off it. You just lock in your ankles, super easy. You invert really slow. I do it for like two, three minutes at a time. Not only is it good for my back, it's good for my shoulders too. You all know I have really terrible arthritis. I love it. I use it twice a day and after my workouts too. Sometimes after a sauna, I use it and I feel even better. If you have back pain, even if you've avoided back pain, get a teeter, invert every day, keep your joints supple and your back feeling great. It decompresses my spine. Great for my shoulders too. It's the best inversion table on the market. I did my homework on it. Over 3 million people have put their trust in Teeter. They're the best known name in inversion tables back since 1981. I've been doing this a long time. For a limited time, get Teeter's new upgraded model of the inversion table, the Teeter Fit Spine with bonus accessories, stretch max handles, and easy reach ankle system. Plus a free inversion program mat for the ultimate inversion experience. Teeter inversion tables have thousands of reviews on Amazon. They're rated at 4.9 stars. And with this deal... You'll get $150 off. That's a big savings when you go to teeter.com slash Dan. You'll also get free shipping, free returns, and a 60-day money-back guarantee, so there's absolutely no risk for you to try it out. Remember, you can only get the new Teeter Fitspine inversion table plus free inversion program app by going to teeter. That's T-E-E-T-E-R.com slash Dan, teeter.com slash Dan, teeter.com slash Dan. One of my favorite uh, pieces of equipment, the uh, Teeter. We love it. All right. So um, I think we summed that up pretty accurately now that we know you know for a fact that the fbi before they went to court what why are you looking at me oh you're looking at the screen now that we know for a fact that the fbi went to court swore that the dossier and the whole rosneft carter page story was true they knew it was fake now we know why they did that because they needed this thing to be true or else the story would leak out about hillary obama biden and the sale of our nuclear fuel Folks, there was one more really stunning story that came out. I know we've been very Spygate heavy today, but there was a lot of news yesterday. And uh, why it's all coming out at the same time, I'm not sure. I, if I have not being coy, I'm not hiding the answer. But the story at the Federalist, there's something not right about this. Tristan Justice, who's great, wrote this story at the Federalist. It's in the show notes. I need you to read it because there's something in there that doesn't, it's, it's not right. Headline, Federalist. FBI spied on Fox News, recorded phone call between Fox executive and George Papadopoulos' new tech show. Why is this a story yesterday? Because yesterday we got these new texts, including the text where the FBI, they're texting themselves, then they know that the Roz and F. Carter Page story is fake. We just found, we just found this out yesterday too. So let me read this from the piece and I'm going to explain something to you because something is not quite adding up here. From this Federalist piece by Tristan Justice. This is an FBI text from the uh, people involved in the case. Quote, I know you're not point on this anymore, but George Papadopoulos got a call from the VP at Fox News yesterday who advised that the government was conducting checks on him a few months back. An unidentified individual whose name is redacted in the report texted to Peter Stroke on January 12th of 2017. That's a really key date because George Papadopoulos' name wasn't necessarily public yet, folks. That's my addition to that. All right, back to the piece. Quote, this is from the text. I haven't listened to the exact audio, listened, but I'm guessing that the Farah checks we did with DOJ and our four main guys, especially given the article that you pushed yesterday. Huh? Listen to the recording yet? How did the FBI get a recording of a Fox News executive and George Papadopoulos? There's no known FISA on Papadopoulos we know about, right? Specifically. How'd they get the recording? Now, in the piece by Tristan Justice, he mentions in there that national security letters were used. Well, national security letters are a tool the federal government, law enforcement specifically, uses to get phone records. But they don't get recordings. National security letters, you can get phone calls, phone numbers dialed, phone numbers incoming. We used to call them in the old days, muds and luds. National security letters aren't going to give you the recording of a phone call. Can you go back to that text a minute, Paula, from the piece? I want you to pay very close attention. It doesn't say I read the text of the call. The FBI agent says, I haven't listened to the exact audio of the call. 
It's right there. You can see it right in the piece. How the hell did the FBI get audio of a Fox News executive talking to George Papadopoulos? There's only two ways to do it. You had to have some kind of a warrant, whether it was a Title III warrant or a FISA warrant, right? For those of you who have law enforcement experience, for just to simplify it, a wiretap, what we'd call in common everyday movie terms. You know, movies tend to dictate how we talk about crime, sadly, because that's how most people learn about law enforcement. If you're not in it, you see stuff in the movies and on TV. So you'd have a wiretap, right? That'd be one way to have a recording. He says it right there, Joe. I didn't misread that, right? That I haven't listened to the audio yet. He doesn't say read the text. It's not a transcript. It was audio. Someone recorded this call. So one way would be a warrant, but that'd be really weird because we haven't seen that warrant. The FISA warrants we know about in the Spygate case, Joe, were on who? Carter Page. Mm -hmm. Not George Papadopoulos. Not that we know about. So if option one... A warrant on George Papadopoulos wasn't the way they recorded the call, the FBI. And what's the other option? Well, there are waivers to warrants, and one of them's consent. In other words, Washington, D.C. is a one-party consent state. Mm. Did someone consent to that recording? Uh... I'll just leave that one there. Could be a warrant out there. Could be. Could be something we don't know about. It's possible. George should ask some, someone should ask George that or others. Because that's the only way that would happen. It wasn't a national security letter. I can sure as hell tell you that. Fascinating. Okay, moving on. One last. You got that DeSantis thing? I wanted to play this yesterday. Leave you on a good note on Friday. You know, it's Friday. Joe always does the good day, sir, at the end of Friday. And I like to leave you on a good note. <laughs> I have the, We have the best governor in the country, right? I love Ron DeSantis. This guy, you know, I always talk about the hits file. And there's, a, you get it. It's the family-friendly version. Giving a hit. So you have a file of hits to give and I'm out of hits to give trying to please people. I'm doing what I want from now on. You get it? Yeah. DeSantis has a hits file too and he gives no hits either. He's done with the media and their fake narratives. So long and short, this is about a minute video. This is good. DeSantis, this guy, this guy, I love this guy. The governor of Florida where I live. He's at a presser and some media person wants to tell a narrative, not ask a question. And it was a raid, a raid, and I'm using that with air quotes because you'll see why that'll become important in a minute. It was actually a service of a search warrant on a woman involved with some data and coronavirus. It's a little bit of like a story down here in Florida, but there was no raid. This is just the media trying to paint DeSantis as some like Gestapo leader who sicked the police on this woman because the coronavirus data story blew up. Listen to DeSantis, who's taking absolutely no guff from this woman at all. Check this out. This is great. Were you aware that the Rebecca Jones raid was about to happen? I knew there was an investigation. I didn't know what they were going to. It's not a raid. I mean, with all due respect, um, what you just said is editorializing. They, sir, excuse me, excuse me. No, excuse me. I'm not going to let you get away with it. These people did their jobs. They've been smeared as the Gestapo for doing their jobs. They did a search warrant. Why did they do a search warrant on the house? Because her IP address was linked to the felony. What were they supposed to do? Just ignore it? Of course not. They went. They followed protocol. We actually have video from the Tallahassee PD showing that they were very respectful. She was not cooperative. It was not a raid. They were serving valid process in accordance with the laws and constitution of the United States and the state of Florida. They did it with integrity. They did it with honor. And to say it's a raid... Uh, is is disinformation, and you guys need to drop. Excuse me, sir. That's why I very limited time. Excuse me, you guys need to look at facts and stop trying to feed narratives. I understand why you do it, but it's not supported by facts, and so you should be better. I don't do that, sir. Everybody.
that, that, there you go, folks. That's just how it's done. That's how it's done. That's how it's done, right? This guy could teach a PhD class and how to talk to the media. <laughs> stop, stop answering their questions when they're not questions. If the media has a legitimate inquiry and you're a public figure, you owe the public an answer. If it's not a legitimate inquiry and it's an editorialized statement, Ron DeSantis rated this, that's not true, then don't, it's not a question. Just <laughs> shut them down and answer the question you want. Absolutely beautiful. I'm going <laughs> to, bad, bad inside joke. Dr. Ron DeSantis. Some of you get it? Dr. Ron, we're going to... Are you getting it? Paula got it. Joe, you didn't get it. You're missing it, are you? I can't believe you're missing... You're missing... How are you missing this? Dr. Ron... Joe Biden! Dr. Ron DeSantis. I'm anointing him Dr. Ron DeSantis. If Joe Biden's a doctor, Ron DeSantis is a doctor too. PhD in this... PhD in the academic school of dealing with the media and hard knocks. Dr. Ron DeSantis from now on, folks. Go forth. Dr. Ron DeSantis. It's official. It's the Dan Bongino show. Honorary. Hold on. Honorary. <laughs> We're doing this right now, folks. Here. This is official. It's got my signature. Honorary degree. Can you read that? There you go. A little bit. Honorary degree. Ron DeSantis signed by Dan Bongino. Dr. Ron DeSantis, PhD School of Hard Knocks, dealing with the media. Nice job, Dr. Ron. We appreciate it. What a beauty. Gotta love Ron. All right, folks, thanks again. That was a busy show today. There's a lot in there. Some of you pick up what I'm putting down. <laughs> a lot. Thanks again for tuning in. Please go to Bongino Report, bonginoreport.com for your news every morning. Traffic's been through the roof. Dump drudge. They dumped us a long time ago. Bonginoreport.com. We work hard on getting you the best conservative news of the day. And please subscribe to my video show. We are almost at a million subscribers, unbelievably, on Rumble. Rumble.com slash Bongino, R-U-M-B-L-E, rumble.com slash Bongino. Thanks a lot. I'll see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.